the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I think it's safe to say that every single person has an, a mistake or something traumatic that has happened to them that still torments them in some way. A mistake that you never thought maybe you would ever do, and you did. Or something did something to you that is painful every time you think about it. Every one of us have something like this, and what we don't realize is that many of us are still living out of that place of hurt. That these experiences, we could even call them traumatic experiences or traumas, still affect us even till today. And many of our behavior today is rooted in some of these experiences that maybe we've suppressed. Maybe we've dug it under the rug for so long that we act like, you know what, Father, that's something that happened 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. It's not something that I even think about anymore. But subconsciously, it is still affecting us today. We don't realize that our disordered behavior, our broken behavior today, has a root. But many of us either were living completely in the past, allowing the past to consume us, or we're living completely in denial, like nothing has ever happened and I'm totally fine and everything is great and perfect. Or maybe we just don't even realize that those certain things that have happened to me are still affecting me today. Today, we see Peter, who is trying to suppress one of the biggest mistakes of his life. Peter denied the Lord. That's a pretty, pretty traumatic experience. Now, what's interesting about this gospel today is that it gives us a small little detail that maybe we would think is not so important, a random detail. And it says that after Jesus, or after, uh, after Peter, this is after Jesus is resurrected from the dead, Peter decides to go fishing. Now, fishing was what, what Peter did before he met Jesus. Which means that Peter is going back to his old way of life. It means that he's not going forward, he's actually going backwards. We could say that he's most likely trying to suppress the pain of his mistake, the trauma of his mistake. He's almost trying to make himself feel good by doing what he knows best. I'm just going to go fishing and just try to act like nothing ever happened. I'm going to try to act like I never met Jesus and that Jesus didn't die and that I didn't actually betray him. So he goes fishing. And guess what? He brings the other apostles with him, which means that in his hurt, he brings and he drags other people with him. Oftentimes, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. And so what we don't realize, my brothers and sisters, is that in our hurt, in our pain, we're affecting other people around us. Now, what does Jesus do 
Jesus doesn't want to traumatize Peter, but Jesus wants to transform Peter. Jesus wants to heal Peter. So what does he do? Jesus comes, and he, he brings a charcoal fire. Now, why does the gospel say that there was a charcoal fire when Peter sees Jesus? Any idea? That's another random detail that maybe doesn't seem so important, but it's very important. He denied Jesus at a charcoal fire. Two weeks prior, when Peter made the biggest mistake of his life, it was at a charcoal fire. Now, Jesus sets the scene once again for Peter. It's almost like he's taking him back to that very painful experience, not because he wants to traumatize Peter again, but because he wants Peter to realize that Peter still is redeemable. That even though Peter made that big mistake, Peter doesn't have to live in the past and the pain that comes with the past. That Jesus wants to transform that painful memory that happened at a charcoal fire. Jesus wants to transform him, to make him realize, hey, you don't have to live in the past. We can redo this. We can heal you. You can, you, you can live again. Many of us, my brothers and sisters, when we think of painful memories, we, we go back there and we want to stay there. And with that painful memory, I mean, if you could imagine, if you could place yourself in Peter's place, you could imagine what would, have, what would he have thought of himself after he denied his best friend who he promised he would never deny? What do you think he would have thought to himself? What do you think? He would have told, thought to himself, you know what, I'm a failure. I'm the worst person. How could Jesus ever love me again? Think of all of that toxicity that would have went through his head and all the pain that would have come to him. Now, what's interesting, in that moment, one of the Gospels relate that in that moment when Peter denied Jesus, it says that Jesus turned and looked at Peter. Why? Why? Because man thinks that when we sin, that God turns away from us, that God turns his face from us. But Jesus is showing us in his mercy that even when we turn away, Jesus turns his face to us, not from us. That Jesus looks at us with a lot of love. And that whatever it is that we think to ourselves, the shame and the anger that we feel, or whether it is that people bring it upon us. People have brought shame and pain upon our lives. That Jesus wants us to know that it's not that he turned away from us in those painful memories. He was with us there. And so he brings Peter back to that place to transform Peter. So that Peter no longer has to live in the past. What does Jesus do after this? It doesn't say in today's gospel, but right after this, if you continue reading, Jesus asks Peter three times in place of Peter's three times of denial, he says to him, do you love me? And he restores Peter. And he shows Peter after that, he says to Peter, feed my sheep, which means now he's saying he was restoring Peter back to him being the head of the apostles. And then eventually, who is Peter? Do you know who Peter becomes? The first pope which means that 
God can take some of the most painful experiences, and no matter how difficult it might be, God can make something beautiful out of it. That there is no painful memory that can hold us down away from God, that God cannot break through and He cannot heal and bring something beautiful out of it. But we have to allow Him. We have to, we have to be ready to say, you know what, Lord? I'm ready to stop living in the past. And if maybe you're thinking to myself, maybe you're thinking to yourself and you're saying to me, Father, I don't live in the past. But if you have pain today, if you're really still struggling with a type of compulsive behavior, a bad habit, or if you're feeling down and depressed, you're more than likely suppressing something that you don't realize. Jesus allows those memories to come up, not because he wants us to be tortured by those memories, but because he wants us to go back to the memory to show us something, to say, I was actually with you. That even though you may have failed in this moment, you are not a failure. That I love you. That you're beautiful. That I can, I'm bigger than this. That I'm going to use this pain for a greater good. Because just as hurt people hurt people, guess what, guys? Healed people heal people. And that's exactly what Peter did. Jesus took Peter's denial and he made him the Pope. Out of all people, why would Jesus choose Peter? Because Jesus wants to show us that there is absolutely nothing that God cannot do. And that no matter what it is that we've been through or we've done, we are not the sum of that mistake or that trauma. We can overcome it. And God can bring something beautiful out of it. So today, if there is something that may be coming to your mind, if there's a memory, an experience that is coming to your mind that you're thinking about, and you're thinking to yourself, ah, I'm over that, Father. Bring Jesus. Go back to that memory, but don't go back alone. Imagine Jesus standing there. Imagine what is Jesus saying to you? How is Jesus looking at you? Not, not turning his face away from you. How is he looking at you? And what is he saying to you? How does he want to transform that memory so that memory is no longer a trauma, but is now going to be a part of your story? That is now a part of your story that God can use to bring healing to other people and even to you. How and what is God doing with and through those painful memories? How does God want to transform that, that certain experience? Because we either suppress it or we deny it. Or we allow it to come to the surface with Jesus and Jesus transforms it. Today, I challenge you and I encourage you, don't go back to the past without Jesus. Go with Jesus so that healing the past we can be healed today in the present and be healed people who heal people. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.